what women want from men. There was a book I read some years ago. Uh, it's called For Men Only, A Straightforward Guide to the Inner Lives of Women. And this book, I 10 out of 10 recommend. I learned about myself uh, and the confusing things that I do because truthfully, women are complex just like men are. But people argue women are harder to read, although men talk less and communicate less often. So I think men are pretty darn hard to read sometimes too, although you're simpler creatures. I will give you that. However, what's coming up in this Psychology Today article that went viral that we've been talking about, written by psychologist Dr. Greg Matteo, um, is he talks about how there are recurring things, themes among women where women between the ages of 25 and 45, that's predominantly those who are in the dating scene or in those early years of marriage are saying that they prefer three things in men that they're not really seeing. One, emotional availability. Two, good communication. And three, similar values. So just briefly, we spoke earlier with Devin Schatt from the Fathers of St. Joseph about emotional availability, uh, the importance of addressing wounds, uh, working on what are these walls that are occurring uh, in the relationship that I'm hearing from my spouse, from my wife, from the girl I'm dating, or even maybe from my friendships, and how can I heal it, not for their sake, but for my sake. And I think sometimes that's what's going wrong in relationships is we're hearing there's this need or there's this complaint right men those complaints you hear from your spouse that maybe start to become a nagging complaint something obnoxious that perhaps causes you to shut down and build an even bigger wall than maybe the problem that she's already been discussing is a problem a mounding wall between the two of you well perhaps that we need to understand that when these things are building and growing in a relationship is a problem Fixing it, yes, can be about the other person, but often it's about finding a greater sense of wholeness, happiness, confidence, peace, uh, breaking loose of fear and anxiety and wounds that you may have experienced. And so that emotional availability is so important and it starts with, hey, I actually want to feel better about myself in this situation. It's not just about helping the other person. It's a both and. Uh, good communication skills. Women want this. Uh, gentlemen, communicate. Use words. Say what you're thinking uh, when it comes to what your intentions are or what your intentions are not. I think that helps. And it's okay to say something that might disappoint someone. I think one thing I see with men is rather than communicating something that would disappoint a woman or another person, you rather just not communicate at all. And I get that. I get that. There's such a strong and profound desire to please other people, but we're actually hurting ourselves and we're just not communicating because in a certain respect, we're withholding truth, which is leading to a form of dishonesty. Uh, third, sharing similar values is so important. I think this is fascinating. Uh, studies have shown that women want men to treat them special, even when holding to a feminist ideology of quote-unquote perfect equality. Now, I believe that men and women are equal in dignity and are equal in value before God, but I do believe very firmly that men and women are different. To just look at biology, physiology, neuroscience, uh, just talk to any parent of a two-year-old boy versus a two-year-old girl. But there was a study that came out about five years ago or so uh, in a UK journal releasing research from the University of Kent and Iowa State University showing that 
the Brits, the Americans, very common in the West, that women are hardwired to find men who are benevolent, benevolent sexists, even quote-unquote feminist women. That, in other words, what the study from the University of Kent and Iowa State University revealed in the UK Journal was that women want to be treated special. They want the quote-unquote benevolent sexist, that is, the man that actually thinks there are differences between women, even when that woman wants to say that there's absolute equality between us and has a lot of opinions about work and pay and all of these things that, again, are conversations for another day. But what it showed is studies that continue to reign true from the dawn of time. Women want to be loved and cherished, sacrificed for, chosen, and admired. We need to know that we are beautiful. There's a book, again, I mentioned this earlier, by Shanti and Jeff Feldhahn, husband and wife, incredible researchers, and they dive a lot into uh, keen insights into femininity and masculinity. And the book's titled For Men Only, a straightforward guide to the inner lives of women. So maybe like 150 pages or so, small book, uh, maybe a quarter size of a normal book. About one chapter in the book is titled Again, this is for men about women. Your real joy is closer to home. Your real job is closer to home. She says how you provide and protect those instincts can actually leave a woman feeling unsafe and less cared for. So what is she getting at? That this need that women have, that we as women are placing this expectation on you, maybe nagging you about that we're failing to articulate it properly and there's a miscommunication, that this understanding that this born, deep, profound need for you as a man to provide and protect can actually sometimes be misunderstood and that women, just as much as they need financial security, need emotional security and closeness. In fact, so much so that in much research, it's fascinating, and Shanti and Jeff Feldman get into this, and much research, women would actually prefer emotional security and closeness and endure financial insecurity as long as she had that emotional security and closeness. That's how important the emotional need is for women. And I think something that's important is, you know, we take these vows at the altar that are so important to be there through sickness and health and good times and bad for richer or poor. In other words, we should expect that there are going to be moments where we're poor, that there are going to be moments where we're sicker, uh, there are going to be moments that are just bad and difficult. But if what these studies are showing that in the bad, the poor, and the unhealthy moments of relationships and marriage, if a woman is receiving emotional security from her husband or future husband, the person she's dating, because realize, men, if you're dating, women are figuring out, is this someone who will be emotionally available to me or not? And if not, see ya. Or she's going to keep complaining, trying to get it from you before eventually, maybe years later, the relationship ends because she realized you can never actually give it to me. That if she has that from you as a man, you will be able to endure together with her support and love the challenges of life. Shanti and Jeff Feldhahn in their book, For Men Only, a straightforward guide to the inner lives of women, because again, I need to figure myself out too. They talk about how money talks, they say, listen to this, money talks, but emotional security sings. Again, money talks, but emotional security sings. That again, it's not just about the dollars and cents. And I think 
Men, you are such so wired to be providers. But it's easy to become distracted by those provisions that you're trying to give. It's easy to become a workaholic and driven by that God-given mission, but that's not your only mission. It's easy to be consumed by that need for it to turn into fear. Or even in a culture where, you know, we hear about anticipated food crises, uh, famines, meat shortages, all these different things. I see so many men, they're preparing. They're saying, you know, my husband keeps saying we need a deep freezer. We need to, you know, be buying meat. Not just because we're, not because of fear, but out of provisions, out of responsibility, out of being wise and prudent with the resources we have. But it's easy to go too far. And to be consumed by whatever concern it is that is getting at you. Your need to have a higher paying job because you need to provide more for your family. You want to make it so there's not a burden any longer on your wife to work. Maybe you want to fix up a house or upgrade the house you have. And you're being consumed by this job hunting experience. Maybe, you know, it, it can be so many things that can get in the way of that emotional security that women are looking for. But I think in part that's also the devil being in the details. The devil wants to distract you as a man, as the patriarch as a fam- of the family, which is what men are called to in Christian marriage. What is a patriarch? That's the husband leading the family. Again, I know patriarchy is considered quote-unquote sexist today. Whatever. (laughs) Whatever. We just have to say whatever and laugh and ignore that sometimes. You don't have to refer to yourself as a patriarch to know that that's what God is calling you to in the biblical worldview for what marriage is meant to be. But the devil is trying to distract you. Be consumed by providing. Be consumed by keeping your job no matter what and work, work, work away and miss providing that security that your spouse, your wife needs. But so does your children. 